And welcome to the Deuce Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, we are finishing out our Ghoulie series. Is it a Ghoulie series? Is that what we're calling it? No, I don't think it's a... Ghostly uh, series? No, it's... Um, what, are you, what are you calling it nowadays? I don't know. You confused me now. I confused you? Yeah. Why? Spirited sequels. Spirited sequels. That's correct. We are <laughs> finishing it out for the month of October for... Bootastic, whatever you want to call what we're doing. I don't even know what we're doing. But we are doing the 2007 follow-up to the 2005 movie. White Noise, we're doing White Noise 2, The Light. Correct? It is actually called The Light. Yes. I was calling it White Noise 2, Can I Speak to Your Manager? Which makes sense. Which totally makes sense in my book. Uh, this movie was a uh, direct-to-DVD uh, sequel to the uh, commercial successful but politi- or, well, political, uh, <laughs> critical, critically panned White Noise 1. Yeah. White Noise. I guess it's just White Noise. Um, this did not make a lot of money, but actually uh, people actually like this better than the first movie. It has a better IMDb rating than the first movie. First movie has a 5.1 on IMDb. This is a 5.7 if you care about those things. You can currently rent it on uh, Amazon for $3.99, which is what we had to do, in order to watch White Noise 2 starring Nathan Fillion. This is a Canadian cast, which we will go through. Very, very Canadian. Very Canadian. Very Canadian. Uh, And we will talk about that. But first, Jeremy... We are part of the No Phony Podcast Network. We are. A ragtag group of individuals that like to talk in microphones and pretend like we know what we're talking about. It's true. What is the No Phony Podcast Network? I think you essentially described it. Okay. Perfect. Uh, it's just a, it's a bunch of different podcasts that come together and support one another. Um, so you can get all sorts of variety through uh, the no, Fo- no Phony Podcast Network. So definitely... Check them out our uh, at nophonynetwork.com. Our featured podcast of the month is Dear Diary Podcast. Um, if you like current events, music, movies, food, just general conversation topics, um, check them out. So Danielle, Rich, and Joe uh, are the hosts, and uh, they will talk about anything and everything. So... Give them a chance, sit down, join in with them, uh, listen to what they have to say. It's, it's a blast. So It is a blast. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry about that. So, uh, listen to those guys. But don't do it now because you're in the middle of our podcast. It's we, true. We are doing the wonderful, delightful comedy, White Noise 2, The Light. Okay, not so much a comedy because we start off really strong. We did say that this was a, a Canadian cast, and it is very Canadian cast, led by the wonderful and I think talented Nathan Fillion, who always does incredible work with whatever he has to do, whatever he needs to do. Um, and I don't think that, that that's—I uh, don't think he's bad in this movie. No, he's not. He's no. not bad in this movie. I don't think uh, you know. It could be worse. It could be uh, you know those those times when he was on One Life to Live. Yes, I watched those. And I was like, who's that guy? Did you? Yes. I remember him. He was one of the uh, Buchanans on One Life to Live. And people are going to go, what? 
And I know. Don't worry about it. Only I know that reference. <laughs> so there you go. Um, uh, what do we? Do we got a plot synopsis of this movie? What do we got going on? We got any information about this movie? There's not a lot of information about this movie. You would say, just kind of was uh, one and done. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it's standalone for me. It's the a other standalone one. almost in a way. It doesn't really. Yeah have anything to do with uh, no it doesn't what the first white noise movie no and I, it actually so wouldn't surprise me to find if this movie was a uh like a different yeah like a, a different story that they just attached the I white noise title to. if this was uh, a tv pilot to tell you the truth because it yes. feels like a tv pilot well okay and i wanted to talk about this later too but i completely agree because like this dude is what's his name uh Patrick Lossier, Lossier, whatever okay. his name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The director? Yeah. yeah. So he's he's directed... A lot of, like, TV. Right. Yeah, he's, he's directed, um, like, um, he's done movies like My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, I mean, you know. You know, things of that nature. Um, but he also, and, and of course, Dracula 2000. <laughs> um, which yeah, I saw in the theaters too. I did too. And I own the set. I owned the soundtrack too. At one point, I had a really bad date. I went to uh, on Dracula 2000. Really? Yeah. That's Dracula 2000 is the reason why I cannot respect Gerard Butler because I saw him. Really? Shouldn't it just be because it's Gerard Butler? I I saw him. I saw an, on the DVD. I saw an audition clip from him mm-hmm. where he gets very method actory oh god with it and after that i was like with i i will never take you seriously nah but uh, let's start with the plot synopsis well, well i was saying the this this director has directed scream the tv series the t- yeah an say. episode of that an episode of the purge and so like he does these very serial yeah tv things so part of me feels like it's a We'll talk about that when we go when we go when we go through that. But I think for me, when I was watching it, it felt like this was a TV show, or it could have been a TV show, you know. But there's a lot of people who are involved in this that are involved on television, Mm -hmm. and not necessarily movies. So I'm like, "Mm," yeah, you know what I mean? Right. I felt the same thing. Yeah, the whole time I was watching it. But go ahead. Um. All right. So Abe Dale correct his name is abe dale mm-hmm. witnesses his wife and son's murders before the attacker turns the gun on himself distraught abe attempts suicide but is bound found by a friend and taken to hospital abe has a near-death experience and upon recovery he sees white light emanating from some people he begins to experience electronic voice phenomenon when in close proximity to any electronic device Discovering that those who manifest the light die shortly after, Abe develops a new sense of being as a hero, saving those emitting the white aura from death. But all is not as it seems as he unravels the mystery surrounding the death of his family while being haunted by angry spirits, realizing the process that no good deed goes unpunished. Okay, so there's a lot to break down with that. No. I mean, because a lot of this plot kind of just happens where it's all of a sudden it's like it's a turn not even a twist it's more like 
And he has this, where he has this power, and he also can see through that, and he sees the ghosts. Yes. And some of that doesn't follow through in the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's some very of it weirdly. Does. Yeah. And so it's kind of weirdly, like, like patched together. Yeah. But at the beginning of the movie, we do have him and his family, his son and his wife, and they decide to go for pancakes, whatever, at some diner. Yeah. And then some guy comes in and shoots the kid and the wife and leaves Nathan Fillion's character, Abe, uh, alive. And then it's three months later. And yes. he wants to know why. He has all these questions. Why not me? Um, and uh, rightfully so. I mean, you know. And uh, like you said, he tries to commit suicide and then has that near-death experience. So let's start from there because there's a lot of like, we already have that now, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's kind of go from there. Although the, the near-death experience, I don't know what you thought about this. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. The, the near-death experience like visualization piece. I thought it was fine. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good graphical representation. It actually reminded me a little bit of, um, um, oh my God, what is that called? Mm. Tree of Life? Uh, Darren Aronofsky. Oh, The Fountain? The Fountain, thank you. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, some of like the... Wrong, you had the wrong auteur. Yeah, the wrong I did. movie, but yeah, yeah. 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 But like, yeah, some of the... It reminds me a little bit of of that, like some Aronofsky looking stuff. Yeah, uh, it was fine, but yeah. here's here's the thing: if this was a pilot script, it looked a little bit more expensive than your normal. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't look like expensive like on a movie level, but it looked expensive on like a pilot level, right? Yes, like it a did. TV pilot level. Yep. I was like, oh, okay, that looks nice. And then kind of the graphics get a little bit clunky later yeah. on. That's why I kind of feel like this. Maybe was and maybe not, but um, I feel like it was, and then they couldn't sell it, and then they're like, just kind of mold it together into whatever we can. Like yes. it, it feels like like two or three episodes of a show, like just jammed together. It does. It really Even does. Four, but yeah, that's just me. Um. So he starts saving people. So what he sees is he sees like the aura of of people, like the lights. Yeah. Uh, against people he notices every time he sees the light that like that person dies or they could die like within 20 minutes or like a day he just knows that they're going to die right so he starts seeing these people so then he starts saving them because he you know hey he's a good guy yeah he's just going to start saving these people and he feels like maybe that could help him get over the loss of his family yeah well well he sees first he sees the he sees the light. He sees him right away, and he's told by his doctor, doctor right. dude. I can't remember what the guy's name this is. This guy plays a lot of like character actors on television. Again, oh. he's another television actor. This this character is horrible. Mm. He's like a doctor's like, I sp- hey bro, I'm a yes. doctor. I specifically asked for your file because yeah. like. EVP is my thing. Yeah. I have a gr- the government grant by to the way, study it. By the way, uh, Ed, why don't you come down to, uh, you know, we were talking about white noise. I'm an expert in white noise. Check out my lab of white noise yeah, that's in, underneath in the basement the of the hospital. And you're like, ah, Jesus. And he wears like... I get he wears, with the Did you notice, too, he was wearing... An earring, but that's just besides the point. But a what? An earring. But the, no. It drove me nuts, but go ahead. No. The doc, well, doctor dude... Earlier on, like when he first sees him, he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Mm, Later, yeah. when he takes his jacket off, he's got a 
Elvis like jailhouse rock oh, uniform well, on and the striped black and white shirt underneath oh, of it. God. And he's talking about how like you see Elvis posters and stuff up where he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching Elvis. And I'm like, okay. And so then you were going to dress him in Elvis stuff all the time. Uh, like, yeah. What a terrible character in every sense. Played like whoever William, wrote him. William McDonald. Yeah. The char- the actor did what he yeah. could with what he had. But like, it's not his fault how he was dressed. Recently, and- recently he played uh, the warden, Warden Norton on Riverdale. And uh, the sure. good doctor, Travelers, Supernatural. Again, these are very like Canadian. These are Canadian, but like TV show, or TV show shot in Canada. Um, I mean, it's just it, just respectively so. It just doesn't feel like you're hiring movie people. Do you know what I mean? Right. You watch like a whole bunch. Of, there are certain actors that show up in TV shows, and then that don't show up in movies, and vice versa. Yeah, and it just seems like this movie does the TV shows but um, having this it, it feels like all of a sudden this movie is like okay Nathan Fillion is going to be like a hero and he's going to save these people and like this is when I got the first glimpse that this was could have been a TV show right yeah I was like oh like a case of the week it's like early yes. edition yeah like exactly we, we, we don't know you know but with kind of a creepy edge to it yeah. with a creepy edge to it Perfect. I was fine with that. Yeah. And I was actually fine with him, like, helping people. Yes. But then we get the little twist of it that, like, when you help them, it's three days later and something bad happens well, to them. Well, right? yeah. Well, so he he goes to, he's saving all these people because uh, he, he realizes Dr. Karras or whatever has a heart attack. Right. After he saw his aura. So he goes, oh, it must mean they're going to die. So he tries to save somebody, doesn't. And he keeps seeing then these ghosts of the people who he didn't save. And realizing that they've died at some point. And so so then he uh, basically starts saving them and feels pretty good about it. It's helping him get past his grief. Um, and yeah, he finds out, he goes to check on one of the three people he saved and you realize, uh, you realize like the guy is gone. Um, but like through something you find out the name of, oh, his friend meets up with him Mm -hmm. and you find out the, uh, basically the, the name of the guy who came after him. Right. He gives him information because he yeah. shows him information about what he's collected yeah. through the death of his wife and his kid. Yeah. And then he finds out that, like, um, yeah, because he finds out um, days later or days earlier, he actually saved them from, like, a car wreck or something. Yeah. And so he he knows them, well, at least the the, the wife and the, and the son. So it's like, oh, that's interesting, I guess. Yes. But it also feels like now we're now we're going past the hero part. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is where I feel like now they're like, okay, our our pilot didn't sell. Now let's make it into a movie. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Because then it gets kind of weird. Not that I'm like not happy about it, but it just seems like it twists in a weird way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because up to this point, I'm like, yeah, if this was a TV show, white noise TV show, where he helps people, 
I'd be kind of down for that. Yes. I don't know if you were. Yeah. But I'd be like, yeah, I'm totally down for that. Well, I like we wouldn't the idea have gotten that Castle, like, and that would have sucked. But hey. Yeah. You know. And that he's and that he's haunted by the people who he didn't save. Right. Yeah. So maybe that gets dangerous. Maybe there's some he can't. Right. And so he's got to deal with that versus the other. Yeah. Way. And when you think like if you're if you're trying to get this to like not be a television show, why are you using Nathan Fillion? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone who's just got out of like uh, uh, Firefly, who's been on television a lot. They they even make ref they even make a Firefly reference right. in it. So that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So now he is he's he's got to go and do this mm-hmm. something where he has to like then I don't know what it is like he has to stop the people from committing. Oh, so something? he so he goes to find uh, the guy or the family of the guy who shot his family right and when he gets there he's talking to the wife who's like well you're welcome to look through his stuff because he realizes he tried to save him like what the hell and so when you go through it he realizes that um there are um there were five people that That this guy saved he he went through had a near-death experience and so he's saving people but he started to collect these articles where after a few days, the uh, the people would go nuts and then kill others, kill like a lot of others because it, yeah. it death wanted its prize or price, whatever. Yeah. And so it was like, okay, I kind of can get that because they, they actually touch on that with like dead like me. Uh, in that show, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely it's a watch. But mm-hmm. um, Georgia saves some kid, and they're like, "You have to let them go. Like the soul will. It's basically like an apple rotting on the, the right. you know, on the tree." And so I thought, well, maybe that's what it is. After death, if they miss their death, like they start turning bad. And so all of a sudden, we which start, would make more sense to me. Yes, but all of a sudden. They're like, ah, so like in the Bible, it says this and this and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden there's this like a logical leap, which I'm like, illogical leap. How do you get to the Bible all of a sudden? Well, I think they were like, oh, shit, we need to push this forward. Yeah. But instead of just having it be like life and death, you pushed it into like biblical shit. But, But this is the reason why I think they had to like leap it so quickly. Right. When you're writing a television show, when you're writing yeah. a pilot of the first show, is a lot of exposition, a lot of like, a lot, a lot of building the universe, and a lot of that. So if you, if so, if this was a pilot, it, it kind of bogged down with that. And so now all of a sudden we have to do is illogical leap because we got to get our movie to go forward because now it's not, now it's not going to be a story shed through. 13 episodes it's yeah. a story that's going to be shed through three or two hours you know what i mean yes so that's why i think like it's like oh shit now we got to do that here's another thing like i don't know why he's hearing like voices through uh media like electronics yeah because that doesn't really matter it's not like they, they like warn him about anything or like tell him anything do uh, they if you hear them, they kind of do. Yeah, but it's not enough to like where it warrants anything. Right, he to doesn't where, actually to hear where them. It's just, it moves the plot along, and he's it, all like, "I'm correct. using the 
the the the phone to tell me. Yeah, what are you trying to tell yeah. me? It's and something also, like that. The, it's just there's the, ghosts around him that keep coming again. What are they trying to do? Are they trying? To, you know what I mean? It just doesn't make sense to me. It it would if it was. I don't know. Like I feel like it's just kind of clumped together. I can see where they're going with this movie, and I'm actually fine with it. And I'm actually fine with the performances with this. So let's yeah. talk about some of the other performances, including the nurse that he saves, right? Yeah. Because she is also very much a TV person. Yeah, Katie Sackoff. Right. Who, um, she does tons of Canadian television yes. stuff. She does, uh, she was in Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar, yeah. She was uh, Amunet Black in The Flash, uh, The Arrowverse. Holy cow. EVPs. Oh, the white noise. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, the white noise. White noise. She was in 24. Yeah. She was in a bunch of things. She was in um, the uh, one of the Riddick movies, wasn't she? Yes, she was in Riddick. Oh, was she? Yeah. Robot Chicken, she's done voices. Um, yeah, I mean, she's just future drama. She's done voices. Nip Tuck, she's one of the nerd uh, nerd fantasy girls, you would say. Like a yes. nerd has the fantasy uh, about her because she's kind of, uh, you know, fracking gorgeous, according to some people. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Fracking gorgeous. Fracking gorgeous. Well done. Did I, did I do that correctly? You did it right. Thank you so much. I'll try the video. I'll be here all night. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest with you. I actually enjoyed her at the beginning of this film. I enjoyed her enthusiasm of life compared to him. It was almost like kind of a like breath a breath of fresh air in this movie. Yes. Because it was kind of doom and gloom there for a moment. Yeah. And then she brings this levity to it that, that I'm like, okay, that's nice. And she's also not playing a bad guy. Yes. Which I was like, okay, I'm behind you on that one. Um, so this was actually one of my favorite roles that I actually have ever seen her play. I would agree. You know and she I mean? wasn't, because especially in the beginning of this, mm-hmm. she wasn't being, she wasn't trying to be like whatever side, because usually she's, she's a very... She's a character actress. She plays these different characters, right? Like, uh, <clears throat> she plays like the gal from the Cylon gal from. Right. Uh, There's archetypes that she does play. Yes, and she always plays something, and it's always like she she always turns. And she's a bad guy. Yeah. Right. It's she, always was, like, she was Starbuck in Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I guess that's right. Like whatever it is, the um, but she plays these roles. Or Amunet. Think about like Amunet Black from The Flash. Where, oh, it's my Amunet Black. <laughs> why are you? Why do you that? Like, why? Why should choose that accent? I don't know. Yeah. But but um, regardless, like in this, she's just like the sweet girl next door kind and she of character. Actually, does it very well. Mm-hmm. She does. Like I was just like, oh, good for you. She plays bubbly, yes. and I was just like, I didn't know you could do that. And I don't she, know, like, it shouldn't be all like, oh, why, you know? But. Well, and, and she connects with our, with, with Abe, um, because he, you know, he's lost his family, and she lost her husband, too. Yeah, I, you know what? I'm kind of invested in their relationship. I am, too. Right? Like, when I was watching that, I'm like, okay, I really want this to kind of work out. And then when, when I realized it wasn't going to, because of her twist, I was like, I'm kind of bummed by that. I was too. 
And I, that's when I started to check out. That's when I, yeah, the, towards the end when I'm like, well, okay, this is just, then it's nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? Then the, then the movie almost becomes pointless. Well, then I started to think about it. And it should it. be like, oh, Hollywood movies should be all like a happy ending. Yes. But, you know, but honestly, does this really need to continue, you know? Yeah. So Well, okay, so here's, here's my problem with this. So, the reason that... We're getting a little ahead of ourselves, but go ahead. I was going to say, so, um, we, when we find out, like, all of this is going down, that these people are going bad, um, you know, that that's why uh, the original shooter, whose last name is Kane, if you are... Uh, First I, name Charles Foster. I'm, I'm sorry, like, for the most part, like, obviously there's exceptions to the rule, like an Erica Kane or whatever. No, but when you have Kane and Abel, or yeah, Abe, but right? in sci-fi movies, people have this tendency to name characters something Kane, you know, Henry Kane, like in this one. I just roll my eyes at it because I always know what you're getting at. I know what you're trying to do. You're getting at the b- biblical Cain and Abel. It, yeah, yeah. That you, or that you have a character who's like a badass yeah, kind I'm of badass. a badass. Oh, look at me. Like whatever. Um, when he turned around, like, but here's the thing: when he turned around at the uh, when he was in the psych ward or whatever. Yeah. At this point, I was like, "Oh, this could have been like." Because I think Nathan Fillion should play a superhero at some point. Because yes. I think it would be awesome. Make James Gunn, make him a superhero, whatever, do whatever. Um, but, like, here it was where you turned around. I'm like, oh, this is his two-face. Yeah. Because he has, like, this kind of split face. I'm like, oh, it kind of has that, that Batman-y kind yeah. of to it. Okay, have him be a superhero then. Have some kind of, you know, that's where I thought we were going. And then when, when I realized... We were moving into a different direction. I kind of got bombed well, uh, by it. But go ahead. I thought that maybe, like, w- at first what I thought was happening was maybe that Nathan Fillion had to save people. I do, too. And uh, the, the, some of the spirits were leading him to save people, whereas the other dude's spirits were forcing him to kill people. That would have been great. And But, see, that's something that, that's forced through a 13-22 yes. season of TV. Exactly. As opposed to two hours, yeah. Of, of no, it's your video. it's your classic leaper, evil leaper. Yeah, but I would be story. okay with that. I would actually watch something Me too. like that. Me you too. Know? Um, but maybe it's just too. Maybe if this was, it was too ambitious. We have not read anywhere that that, that says that this was. You know, but I don't see I'd anything. Be, I would be shocked. I would too. If it wasn't, I would too. You know. Um. I also, like, um, well, and maybe we should get to the other point here, too. So, like, um, finally, Abe sees that the uh, the old, first ma- old man that he saves yeah. drives into, uh, like, a bus vestibule, like a bus stop full of people. I don't know. Sure. And it looked like it was on purpose. And they so they arrest him and do whatever. He went crazy. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, wait a minute. And then there's this bit of like, we go back to the Satan, like the biblical stuff again. And we see, uh, uh, and it, we keep cross-cutting with Henry Kane. And it's a montage that goes on forever. It does go on forever. Because they, they really have to reach so it does not get to the point very fast. 
Um, they think they're. I think they're filling stuff in. Yes, they're, they're you know putting a bandaid over some things. Yeah, and so he gets to a point where he says, um, "It's." He's like, "Well, what's the, what's the devil's whatever dealing with this?" <laughs> and blah blah blah. And so he's like, trying to. Uh, well, the mark of the beast is six six six, and so he writes out like third day and does ancient greek numerology uh. and it comes up to like 1266 and he's like hmm so then he looks up what third day is in <laughs> in greek um just ridiculous yeah like why would you why would you go there you know yeah so then he then what what is it and then greek? he does numerology it's uh Treyamera, yeah, Treyamera, and then he does Which, that, and then, yes, then he adds up the number. I don't think is accurate. No, I don't think it is. Either, I think it's like it's something else. But no, because they had to have something that adds up to six six six. Yeah. Although whatever they could have done any numerals, but whatever. Yeah. But they were like, oh, six 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 six. Like, but again, like even that doesn't really follow through. No, and then I'm like, wait a minute, is this a ghost thing or not? Yeah, what? is this a devil thing? <laughs> like, what is, is this, this a ghost thing? What does this have to do with the ghost? And so then, pretty soon, also then, why put that kicker at the beginning of the movie where it's like, people, there's 700 and some people a day that that have near death experiences, but then they're all like, what, like. Uh, hosts of Satan? You know what so, I mean? Like, it just doesn't make I, sense. I, well, and it happens in the last chunk of the movie. Oh, yeah. And so that's why I think it was a pilot. Yes. And when they were like, we're not going to pick this up, they were like, but somebody was probably like, well, we can option it as a movie. Right. So they so wanted to wrap it up. Or, yeah, let's let's put something in here to flesh yeah. it out. Yeah. And that's why I think that that, that ending too. So let's talk about the, should we talk about the ending? Well, for there's a kid. There's that, that kid the too. Second kid he saved. So here is also my question. Also, looks like a TV character, but oh, uh, let's go talk about him because he saves him on the, bri- or, the bridge, uh, the bridge, the bridge or whatever. Yeah. And then that one kid from later, uh, Letter Kenny is yes. beating him up. By the way, whoever that kid is, um, he was having a heck of a year, you know, for from uh, that uh, the cult. Canadian comedy uh, Letter Kenny. Well, that yeah, I mean, so it's like, whoa, it's him. Wow, I didn't think he did anything before <laughs> before Letter Kenny. Yeah, no, um, he. Uh, I would say yeah, he, he Letter Kenny before that he did. Um, also, it looks like he never ages. By the way, either. No, he he is eternal. Yeah, he looks like he's yeah. he's at least he looks like he's twenty eight to thirty two. Yeah, like always, Jared Kiso. Yes, yeah. Funny, he, funny guy. He looks exactly the same. Yes. In an episode of the forty four hundred, I saw the other day. <laughs> he he showed up and I went, "Holy but again, shit!" These are TV actors. Yeah. You're not you know movies. So and that was two thousand four. That was fifteen years ago. And right. And this is and this is twenty seven. You know, two thousand seven. So this is over ten. You know, twelve. Right. Yeah. So I mean, he just looks the same. I don't know. The guy just doesn't age. How old is he? He's probably seventy-seven years old. We just don't need Jared Jared Kiso. Yeah, he's he's one hundred and fifty yeah. years. Peter Let's get at her. Okay. So yeah. uh, he, speaking of, he was born in uh, eighty-four. Yeah. Oh, 84. seriously? Yeah. He's younger than us. Then yes, he is. Wow, he must have been really young when he did this movie. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> well, then all that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, Peter Pan, let's get at her. Okay. Right. So, um, so, 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 okay. This scene though, like I thought was pretty creepy. So this is the guy who, uh, he saved on the bridge is a, like a piano player at a hotel and like he's playing normally and it starts devolving almost into this like creepy sounding music. Did that remind you a little bit more of like The Shining to you in a way? Yeah, a little bit. Because that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so I can get behind this creepiness a little bit. Yeah. And so like people are like, hey, stop, stop. And they're trying to help him because he's obviously right. like, breaking down. And this whole time, half of this movie is Nathan Killian, Nathan Fillion, excuse me. Well, Killian, you know, he has <laughs> Nathan, to kill some people. Nathan Fillion. Going, oh come on, oh come on, and then and running, running from half the. He could have called a cab in there sooner, but instead he's like, yeah. nope, like runs and just runs for the did hotel. Did the villain ever do the voice of the Flash? He would have been a good Flash. I don't know if he did. Um, he did the voice of Green Arrow, maybe, or the, he did the voice of Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Green Lantern, yeah, which of Hal Jordan, which would oh, make sense. Yeah, that would make yeah. sense. Um, anyway, I'm just saying. Yeah. But that, that, that that's what I mean by like. Hey, superhero, get, get behind it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the superhero um, where, where it's supernatural powers and not necessarily powers through, you know, some yeah. kind of weird thing. So he gets there and he sees more people lit up. So he knows this guy is going to do something. Okay. Yeah. And let's talk about that for a second. So, yeah, if, like, this is where I have a problem. This is where I have a problem too. And maybe we were on the same page because yes. we didn't talk at all during this movie. Normally we kind of like pause it and kind of like, Talk a few things over, but I think we were kind of on the same page. So if you if you don't kill some of those other people, like if you don't let those die, Boop. do those then follow? So then you got to go what I get said. these people, which <laughs> then goes around, and then there's another circle. Do you know what I mean? Like that's why the, like the whole a, time I kept thinking about that. Is it just like scene, a, a which took me out of it? Yeah, because then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But now if he's supposed to kill, yeah them and they don't and die you, you kill him and it saves them yeah so I'm like do they go bad so or like just, just go back them, to normal like, that's what i mean i'm like let them go bad then yeah I, like you don't like, have any investment like you in have this. to you have to live with the consequences at this point basically right and so i'm like well you already saved him once i think you're fine right yeah but then we get into the predicament of the end of the movie where he has to save his because he's kind of smitten with uh with this nurse and she has um where because she was married at one time and her husband passed away yep and he was involved with uh, a choir right yes children's choir or whatever so they were doing some some sort of dedication or something for him i didn't quite get they, that. they did a because he was a choir director yeah. and so every year like he would he would sing she said he would sing all sorts of music right like it could be any kind, it could right. be whatever. She's like, he would sing this, this, he would, he this. Would sing David Bowie, Rush, he would sing this, and then Rush, Rush. Because we have to tell Americans that this is a Canadian movie by saying yeah. Rush. Well, whoever wrote it probably did not know, or no. they just added it. I'm just saying. Um. So, so they go through the whole thing, and uh, when he gets to the event, because mm-hmm. he knows where she's going to be, and he gets the gun from the kid from the bridge. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, when he gets attacked, at one point, like, his eyes roll back, and he goes, Treyamera. And I was like, oh, shut up, or Treyamera. Yeah, well, that, and that happens to her, too. Yeah, it does. And I'm like, I was like, blech. So, he goes to go, he tries to talk to her at the event. Yeah. 
And he's like, we got to go talk outside because he's basically going to kill her. And uh, white noise. Yeah, well, I got the white noise. But she's just like, uh, (laughs) 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 so. <laughs> so the rookie ABC. <laughs> so uh, he he basically was like, "Let's go outside." <laughs> Sorry for all the white noise, folks. Uh, he's like, "Let's go outside and talk." She says, "No," and so like they end up kind of dragging him away. <laughs> yeah. So then he's following her because he's watching the clock because they, as soon as well, it hits. Yeah, 7.30. Yeah, is which is when he saved her. Cause, yeah, because he broke the watch. Broke his watch, yeah. which blah, blah, blah. Uh, as soon as it hits I 7.30, little, nice little she's going to turn evil. And so he follows her back to the cafe. She just yeah. happens to go to the cafe where his she family gets to go. Like, she's like, I'm hungry for pancakes. I don't know yeah. why you're going by that. And he goes, cafe looks uh, no, no, not this oh, place. Oh, no, again. Oh, no. Yeah. And so, anywhere he, but there, he goes inside, and he uh, he is Spir- like visited by spirits. Yeah, and basically they kind of talk about it a little bit, and then he raises his gun like he's going to shoot her, because she starts to piece it together yeah. too, and uh, she raises the gun, or he raises the gun, and the cops who just happen to be in there already just shoot him and kill him. So then, uh, I can't remember if she passes out or what happens, but she ends up going. They take her to the hospital. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. And so they, they put her in the car. They're taking her to the hospital. And uh, she, on the way there, starts screaming and yeah. turning evil. And does Trey Amaro. Uh, it wasn't eyes. the restaurant. They go to a bar. Remember they go to that bar? The bar is called O'Malley's. It's the same bar oh. that's often visited by the characters of two girls. That's it two was the same. Girl. That's where his family was where yeah. he got killed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like it was a diner in yes. this one. Same as uh, two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Yes. We're just throwing all again, but a TV show reference. <clears throat> yes. So like, yeah. And you know, like TV shows like to do Easter eggs. So I'm like, you know, yeah. But again, like, well, they did it with Firefly yeah. with him. So. Um, but the uh, White hello, um, so, so he gets. Stop just doing sound effects <laughs> at this point. What? White noise. I feel like we should have Michael Winslow Two. on for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's finish uh, it off and do our so, questions. So. Uh, this is where I'm like, what the hell is yeah. happening? Like, it got real. Well, okay, so this is something I thought was interesting that I was like, hmm, I like where this is going. Because like, part of me thought, oh, he's going to find a way to beat this and to save her. Me too. Because what you started to kind of realize, and I don't know if you saw this too, because the ghosts look shitty, first off. Oh, they do. Basically, it's your classic, we painted the dead people up in gray with like a head wound, <laughs> yeah. you know, ghosts. But one of them look like Corey Monteve. Yeah, on a scooter. <clears throat> yeah, on a scooter. No, that's, it really that was, was Corey Monteve on a scooter. Yeah. Um. So, um, part of 
like they're showing up and you see where they're like scaring him. They zap him one time. They do certain things. Yeah. But again, um, yeah. And so I'm, I was kind of like, okay, like after a while though, like they're helping him to find these people. Yeah. And kind of get them directed the right way. That I maybe and could so combine. part of me thought like maybe the ghosts are trying to help and be like, you can beat this. We'll help. And the ghosts were actually like helping, helping him, him along. And he was like, no, uh, and, like learning to like listen to them and like kind of read the signs with them. That makes more sense to me. Yeah, and it just wasn't flushed out. Well, yeah, like why wouldn't why wouldn't these ghosts want him to help? Right, whatever. Like to me, it made sense that that's what they were trying to do. Right, and that's what they were getting at. Like the ghosts aren't the villains; the the devil is. Yes, yeah. and they are the ones trying to be good. Right, and so I was like, okay, why go try- back to hell? They're, yeah, they're yeah. trying to help him, and uh, so like, and they are. They're helping him along, and then we're like, you know what? Fuck all of that. <laughs> Let's forget it. Right, and then then uh, so he's dead. The ambulance takes off, and then we see a like a sphere of white electricity like shoot up shoot out and hit the electrical lines where did this come from and now his the electrical thing that came from him is chasing the ambulance down where the line where did this come from i don't know because the ambulance is going to hit because she's freaking out and doing these things the ambulance is going to hit a tanker trunk tanker truck that is stranded next to a coach bus full of people who are just sitting there in the middle of the night yeah, of right. course um, so the electrical are we taking thing. pictures of Toronto are we yeah. <laughs> over here is Degrassi Street that's so amazing the electrical <laughs> thing is chasing it and finally it gets ahead of it where or it finally like zaps into the truck right where no sense yeah where Nathan Fillion's ghost calms her down <sighs> And, the, and it doesn't look like any of the other ghosts. He's just a but, white light. Okay, but even that, like, okay, so then we have it. Then I was like, okay, maybe she won't turn bad. And this yeah. will actually be good. And it'll be him, you know, and her, like, him trying to, like, get over himself. Like, he already has. Yeah. So he can go with his family. And she, she's live. supposed to live on Earth for, yes. for more, more time. Right? Like, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Nope. Nope. He does his little ghost zap like the other ones do and basically kills her, pulls her spirit out. And so she's dead and he's dead and he manages to like go in front of the ambulance and veer them off course. So they flip, but everybody else is saved. And then he goes to the afterlife of his family. Sure. And then that's not even the end of the movie. No, it's not. A little stinger in the end. Right? Yeah. With, uh, what's his bucket? Kane. Yeah, we go back to Kane. And, uh, what is it? Like, he's, because doesn't he, like, fear the devil or something? Yeah. He says something. Oh, he goes, he says, uh, he says, like, Trey Amara again yeah. or something like Boom. that. Boom. End of the credits. Yeah. You've been deuced. White noise, too. Let's do our, you know. Yeah. Let's, five questions, shall we? Let's do By the way, like, there's, again, parts of this movie I'm, like, I'm I'm with. I'm with them with, right? Yeah. Like, I'm rooting for. Yes. In fact, like, you seen the first one. Is this better than the first one? Um, It sucks in a different way. <laughs> I, so the first one, because I think, 
I don't know if you ever listened to those EVP things. That's one quick way for me to uh, scare myself into a tizzy is like listening to these EVP things. Like okay. they always freak me the hell out. Actually, um, my friend Ben, who I used to be roommates with, one time we were watching a bunch of these like ghost story things and we were listening to EVPs and we we're like, ooh, that's creepy. Okay. And it was the end of the night and we were both getting ready to go to bed. And I just realized I was very scared. And I was like, dude, is it okay if I sleep on your floor? And he's like, I was just going to ask if you would mind doing it. <laughs> we were both so scared. Neither of us wanted to like, <laughs> wanted us to be alone. Okay. So I just slept on the floor of his room and right. he just crashed out. There you go. So that the ghosts wouldn't get us. Yeah. So that white ball of light wouldn't get you. All right. Yeah. That's the one. First question is. Best part of the movie. Best part of the Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Nathan Fillion. She's pretty good, too. She is. Until um, the end. Yeah. And I want to say the whole idea that he could save people is probably, like, my favorite part of the movie. And then when they ruin that, I'm like, I'm out. I, yeah. Me, too. Me, too. I would rather have seen this, though, like, him doing a I want to save people kind of TV show. Yes. As opposed to his whole, like... I'm a I'm a cop, but I'm old. Oh, thing the that rookie? He does now. Yeah, whatever. Yes. Yes. But this was before Castle. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I think Nathan Fillion's the, the yeah. best part mm-hmm. of this, too. Because, like, he, he is giving something to do. Yeah. It's not a lot, but he's giving something to do. And when he does it, it's fun to watch it. Yeah. And I, I think this had potential to be a great, like, kind of a dark show. Like right, things and then like kind nuggets, of bring out his comedy yeah. into it, like throughout the you know, yes, the, like episode seven. I could see this being funny and lighthearted, and like even romantic and like even scary at the same time. And maybe it's a little before its time with it too. I think Perhaps. we see more of those shows now. But yeah, with like a show like Evil, Evil, yeah. and things yeah, like that. Like CBS. it might have been better now yeah. than than some. Um, would you reboot, continue, or cancel? Um, I, I would have like, based on this movie, it's done, it's over with. But yeah. again, this should have been a TV show. It should have been. That's been. that's kind of my answer. Yeah, I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, does this stand on its own? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, no reference to the first movie. None at all. Not not even like a glimpse of Michael Keaton or any character. I didn't even know the first. Like if you didn't know this was the first movie or second movie, you wouldn't have known. No. So there's no reference. It, it, it reminds me of when we watched um, Cruel Intentions. It really is. Yeah. It reminds me yes. of all of that. Like a whole different thing. The whole different thing. And you're like, what? No, I'm I'm with you. Like in a good way. Like you're like I can see where they're going if this was a television show, but the, you feel like. Oh, it didn't work. There's the white noise again. And <laughs> boom. So we have to like wrap it up in ways that, you know, yeah. are kind of like eh, more reaches. Yeah. 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 Um, I, again, 100% agree on that. Does this make you want to watch the first one? Um, This movie alone actually kind of makes me want to watch. I know the first one's not that great. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of interested in it, mm-hmm. you know? I don't think that this movie is a broom head at all. I think that I just wanted to make that Canadian reference right there. Um, 
it does kind of make me want to watch the first one. Yeah. Because there is stuff in here that I'm like, okay, I can get behind it. Um, having said that, it doesn't mean I'm going to watch the first one. Yeah. <laughs> but it does make me kind of interested into it. And it's yeah. Michael Keaton. I know that people rag on that, that movie, but whatever. Um, no. Knowing that you... Okay, put, put, it, put aside that you know that the movie is kind of bad. It still doesn't make you want to... No. Um, I'm just trying to be objective. Honestly, like before we before we started watching this, I thought to myself, God, I wish I remembered more about the Michael Keaton one. Mm-hmm. Because that would I was like, I don't know, maybe I need to know that or whatever. You no. know, like but I was just like, it's been so long since I saw that and you know, my tastes change over time. Maybe I would enjoy that movie again. Uh and literally while we were watching this one, I thought to myself, I would not go back and watch the Michael Keaton one at all. Oh. Like, it, I'm just like, man, especially because I know that, like, like if the critics panned that one worse than this one. They did. And that's yeah. kind of more why I'm interested. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm more, I'm interested into it, you know, just because of the fact. Yeah. I not necessarily for the merits. I am not. I remember seeing it with my dad in the theater. Okay, because my answer is yes, no. Yeah, you know what I mean. If I can have a yes, no. Yeah, this would be a movie. Well, I have, I have, uh, no, no. Okay, but I'm just saying, like a yes, no. Yes, for me. Okay. Yours yes. Be, yes. No. Yes. Yes. And yours is a no, no. 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 Yep. No. No. I'm yeah. 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 No. No. Uh, no yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Um, sum up your experience in two words. Pilot project. This feels like it was a pilot that's gone bad. Not bad, but a pilot that didn't get picked up. Or a pilot that was probably put, like, oh, it's going to get picked up. And then it didn't and got into, uh, you know, production hell. And then, like, it, it, you know, I don't know. It just feels like this was a TV show. And it's like a lost opportunity for it. And I also feel like it, if, if it was a TV show, it wouldn't be called White Noise. You know what I mean? I think it would be called something else. Yeah, white noise would work. White noise would work, but like I don't think people would be clamoring over a white noise TV show. Just saying, it might have been called something else. Yeah, just to kind of come off that, you know, the the, the critics painting white noise. Hey, yeah. and who knows? It could have been one of those things where like the TV show would have been better than the movie. And at this point, I could see that it was going in places that were at least taking swings. So. Pilot project, you? Um, I would say missed opportunity. Okay, yeah. Sorry. What were you counting the words? It's just missed opportunity. No, that was white noise. Didn't you hear? Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Um, no, it. I. I think that. I think like you can see something in this that has some potential to it, which I think would be great. Even like it's supported by Katie Sackoff and. Uh, Nathan Fillion like you get the feeling like okay like I could get behind this actually and when we first like pulled it up I had to look it up again because I was like Nathan Fillion and Katie Sackhoff are in this like I feel like there was this like gem in there that it was like this could be something and I like if it was a show I'd have loved it or maybe if it was a, a movie but like it it was at least consistent I'd have been all about that 
But the fact that it goes off the freaking rails. Right, but, with, but up until that point, I'm fine. Look, look. Yeah. The first 30, 40 minutes of this movie are great. The yeah. rest the the rest of the half is nah. Yeah. Not the so first much. half is fine. Then it, then it's you can tell they're scrambling to try to I think it was a pilot. A, it yeah, makes total sense to me. Yep. So there you go. So I think you've been induced on that one, Jeremy. Where yes. can people find us? People can find us at the deucepodcast.podbean.com uh, with a Ouija board. Um, then you find, oh, maybe not the Ouija board. Um, you can find us on Apple uh, Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, uh, you know, a lot of those podcatchers. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook, uh, in our Facebook group. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Deuce Podcast, uh, or uh, you can also find us and the rest of our network mates at nophonynetwork.com. That's correct. You can. Uh, and uh, just to reiterate, we are the Deuce Podcast. We are about movie sequels and not the HBO television series <laughs> about the 70s porn I had, industry. I had the another Deuce. one. I had another one who who submitted one? a request that was just like, because I added questions that were like, yeah. why do you want to join the group? And she was like, uh, I wanted to talk about the season two finale after the season one, which was so brutal, blah, 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 blah. And like wrote yeah. up this long well, thing have you on. I was like, denied. While we're talking about white noise too, you can talk about Deuce season two finale and no one will know. We'll do it at the same time. How about that? We could do that. We just could, we could. We'd bring somebody on to, to explain the Deuce TV yes, shows just to fill in that gap. Just for, to fill in some time. Maybe we'll have like a short. Yeah. Like a movie short. I wonder if Deuce and Mo had to deal with this crap. <laughs> no, they're like, aren't you guys the, those those idiots that, that do that <laughs> podcast uh, about movie sequels? No, we're not. Nope. All right. I'm going to end it on this one, Jeremy. The sequel is king.